we're going to be talking about the prevention of disease and the urgency of taking action before the onset of serious medical problems. Dr. Brian Collender, MD, internal medicine physician and specialist in prevention, is here tonight to talk about how to avoid heart attack and stroke altogether and what you need to do to prevent Alzheimer's and many of the other chronic diseases. If you have a question, we're opening up the lines and taking your calls. So please make a note of this number, 800-859-0957. We'll be repeating it throughout the show, and this is your chance to talk directly to the doctor. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back. You're listening to 760 WJR. Again, I'd like to welcome all of you to a special medical show here on 760 WJR. I'm Anne-Marie Cronin, and we are here tonight to talk to you about prevention and why you have to start looking at healthcare from a different perspective. Dr. Brian Collender, MD, is joining us from Birmingham, Michigan, to give us some hard talk about dealing with our health and making sure we get the necessary testing. We're inviting you to call in if you have a question at 800-859-0957. Again, that number is 800-859-0957. Uh, today, this evening, this week, Siobhan and I are in beautiful Miami broadcasting from here, Dr. Collender and Mark and Ashley are in the studio in Birmingham. So we're glad to reach out to you collectively. And Dr. Collender, welcome. You've been on vacation. We've missed you for a couple of weeks. What is the news and what, what are you ready to let people know? Well, we're gonna start by talking about uh, YouTube's vaccine information policy because since our show is also put out on other social media content, I thought that's important for us to discuss it because we may avoid some of these topics or not um, because we need to say what we need to say. So I think for the most part, it's okay. Um, what they're saying is not unreasonable to me, but um, again, it may, who knows, it may get us kicked off or get angry letters from YouTube again, but that's not <laughs> our goal. Our goal is to not uh, get, get uh, canceled. That's we want to be able to uh, get, to serve the public, the patients, the population out there that have the right to know the truth. And you're certainly bringing us the latest, the latest information. So what do we need to know about this vaccine misinformation policy? Well, the main parts of it are that I think affect us is that we're not allowed to talk about vaccines as part of a um, causing death, infertility, paralysis, um, altering genetic makeup, which you could say is part of the uh, um, amplifying um, uh, vaccine uh, and, and the, the enhancement of our immune system um, that impacts diabetes. Uh, so those are the things that we, you know, we might want to discuss that we cannot anymore. So, Dr. Uh, Collender, I, you know, let me interrupt you for a minute here for the listeners. When you say we're not allowed to talk about it, are you talking about the medical establishment, physicians, and those delivering health care? Is that what you're talking about? No, I'm is just that... talking about YouTube. This is oh, a YouTube, YouTube okay. policy about vaccine misinformation. So mm -hmm. there's just, you know, a lot of it are things that I wouldn't have an issue with, such as the, you know, I want to say a rumor that vaccines make you magnetic. Um, you know, there's some strange things out there that they're putting in there that I wouldn't really talk about on the radio anyway, because it's just nonsense. Well, so in um, other words, are they shutting, are they, are they kind of uh, censoring or shutting down any information that is misinformation? 
Well, there again, it comes down to what's the definition of information misinformation, or misinformation. Yeah. Well, whatever YouTube apparently deems as right. not and, viable information. Right. So basically they're saying that if it goes against World Health uh, Organization policies or information and your local health authority um, approved information, then it's against their policy, which, of course, is nonsense to us. But again, some of the specific examples that they gave, I think is fine, to be honest. Um, but I think there's room to discuss, you know, vaccine injury, um, death related to vaccines, but that's not allowed. Again, we're not on YouTube today, so we can have that conversation. Well, let's but, not dissect this at the moment because Siobhan's got uh, callers urgently waiting. Siobhan. Yeah. So let's start with Greg and Shelby. Greg, what's your question? Good evening, you guys. Mr. Positive, before I ask my question, happy Labor Day and everyone be safe. Um, Thank you. Dr. Thank you. You're very welcome, you guys. Dr. Collender, um, do we really know what's in this vaccine that we got for COVID, number one? Number two, I've had three people come up to me or put on Facebook saying that they're now having heart issues after supposedly, I don't know if it's causation or correlation, from the uh, COVID. Could the COVID uh, vaccine cause in any way, shape, or form some heart problems for people? Well, I want to say, Greg, you're always prescient on our show because, you know, that is the next area we're going to talk about is there have been an increase in non-COVID-related deaths above and beyond the average over years in the last um, half a year, you know, globally. And so that's a lot to talk about about why. And I want to say Anne-Marie and I predicted that would happen two years ago, that there would be an increase in chronic illness related to this virus. Uh, and I'm not going to say it's because of the virus or the vaccine. It's because of a lack of attention to the, from the healthcare system as a result of policies put place because of COVID. You know, locking out offices, keeping people out of doctor's offices, limiting access and all the attention of our system has been put forward toward getting you vaccinated. Very little has been talked about the basics. And so because of all that energy has been misplaced, now we're seeing um, deaths and chronic illness in the wrong places. And we'll get more detail about that next segment. Okay, yes, that's all very interesting. And as as we've said, we we don't know what the outcome eventually of the vaccinations are, but there's a lot of conversation about it going on. Right now, we're going to have to take a short break. Again, you are listening to our weekly live medical radio show where we keep you up to date on all medical solutions from dealing with COVID to avoiding catastrophic disease. We're here with Dr. Brian Collender, MD, talking about prevention. If you have a specific question and you would like to talk to the doctor directly about what you need to do to prevent or reverse disease, Please call us at 800-859-0957. Again, that's 800-859-0957. Talk to the doctor directly. You're listening to 760 WJR. Welcome back to our special live weekly medical show on 760 WJR. We're back again with Dr. Brian Collender, MD, internal medicine physician in Birmingham, Michigan. 
As a recognized leader in the field of catastrophic disease prevention, including heart attack, stroke, diabetes, and many of the other chronic conditions, he's here tonight to give us some hard advice on what we need to do to avoid heart attack and stroke altogether. Through advanced and more sophisticated diagnostic technology, we're now able to arrest and reverse the process of these silent killers. We're inviting listeners to call in with your questions at 800-859-0957. Again, that number is 800-859-0957. Welcome back, listeners. We're going to shift over to Siobhan. She has people on the line waiting to talk to the doctor. Yeah, so let's start with Patrick and Flint. Patrick, what's your question? Uh, hi, t- thanks for taking my call. Um, quick quick background here. Um, shortly after I received the vaccine, Doc, I started having problems with, with hearing in my left ear. Um, I went to the doc. He kind of was figuring it swimmer's ear, gave me the drops for that. Didn't work. Went back. Maybe we'll switch to the middle ear drops. Okay. Didn't work. And before I went back, I was listening to a radio show, one of the national shows, and I heard this lady calling with the same problem, and she was suspicious it was something to do with her vaccine, too. And since then... Uh, I've talked to my doctor. He said he's been hearing reports of this, um, and I've heard other people calling into radio shows with the same problem. It seems to be in the left ear. Do you know anything about this, and can you help me? Well, I would agree that I've been hearing that as well, that people are getting uh, tinnitus, which is ringing in the ear. I wouldn't say that it's in one ear or the other, but it's been a common complaint. Um, It's been attributed to COVID or COVID vaccines. Um, but before COVID, tinnitus is a common problem, and it's the result of chronic injury to your inner ear from noise. You know, so for people that go to a lot of concerts, they work in a loud environment, they, um, you know, have a lot of loud machinery. Um, people that shoot, you know, tend to get uh, tinnitus on their shooting side. So it's hard to say and prove that COVID causes tinnitus when it is fairly common um, and is from sound injury. So, you know, whether you have some hearing impairment now, whether it's from COVID or not, the best thing to do moving forward is protect your hearing. Avoid loud environments. If you go to a show or a loud environment, you should wear hearing uh, like earplugs to keep yourself, keep protect your hearing because the additional sound injury will further injure your hearing and cause tinnitus, which is really annoying. Okay, thank you for calling. Siobhan, we have another caller. Yeah, we have two more actually now. So let's start up next with Ken and Livonia. Ken, what's your question? Well, I just wanted to share with the doctor and then uh, let him uh, comment uh, either way on this. Uh, good advice that I continue to receive from my primary care physician and the team of doctors that he works with. And that is since the World Health Organization and the CDC are controlled by, financed by communists, uh, and we understand just how dangerous communists are, any uh, health recommendations that come from the World Health Organization or the CDC, we should not follow. In fact, my doctor specifically has said we should always do the opposite from what they say. There again, they are under the control of communists. 
think Soviet Union. Well, I, I th yeah, I th uh, thank you very much. We have other callers waiting, but I, I would ask you to just rely on your doctor's advice and uh, go from there. But we're, we're, we're glad you called. Siobhan, you have another caller? Yeah, we have Vince in Ohio up next. Vince, what's your question? Uh, yeah, I'm looking for a uh, primary doctor uh, that uh, is against uh, the you know, taking the COVID and actually I'm looking for a guy who's not uh, vaxxed himself, you know, somebody I can trust. Uh, I'm, I'm very wary of doctors right now. Well, you should be. Um, and not because of any specific doctor, but just because most doctors are working within a system that's broken. And, um, you know, that's a big part of the show is educating people about what's available in healthcare uh, because the system doesn't allow uh, preventive services. And, you know, at the heart of it is we're not really an anti-vax show or an anti-COVID show. We're really about prevention, preventing heart attacks, strokes, dementia, recognizing early diabetes. That's the core of my practice. Um, so the, the COVID, you know, is a good radio topic, but really we're about prevention and, uh, that's our mandate really. Um, so I guess you're looking for a recommendation. We don't really recommend anybody on the show but me. So right. this is where it ends. Well said. This is where it ends. So feel free to call the office and you can learn what our practice is about. And that would be 866-COLANDER. Um, and uh, we certainly would uh, recommend that you give Dr. Colander a call and he can help you get started on your journey of prevention, which is extremely important because look at the numbers. 700,000 people died a year ago from heart attack. It is totally preventable. You really need to not just be looking for a doctor. You need to be looking for a doctor that specializes in prevention. And we can't say enough about that. That's what the show is always about is these diseases are preventable. Heart attack and stroke are preventable. You need to find a doctor. And it's hard to find a doctor. Let me tell you, I know from the calls that I get trying to get into a specialist when we're, you know, in the Detroit area, you're waiting three, four, five months. You know, what are people to do? I have no idea how this, ha Dr. Collender, how did this happen? That getting to see a doctor or at least getting to a, a, a specialist, why is the wait time three to six months? You know, it's it's about population medicine, and we've had this conversation again many times on the show. Population medicine is how our system is designed that each doctor has to see 20, really 30, 40, 50 people a day to make their ends meet because it's a volume-based system, and everybody gets the same thing. So I'm going to go back a little bit, Amory, to the caller that you, you protected me from. Um, you know, well, it's just we're not a political yeah, show here. Well, we're a medical show. Well, you know, blanket statements are not good. You know, so whatever direction you're going in, a blanket statement's not the right answer because even though the CDC is taking a turn in the wrong direction, they do have things that are good. And as much as I hate the FDA, they do have things that are good. And the so same with the World Health Organization. You just can't make a blanket statement in healthcare about anything. Your doctor has to take an objective look at everything and make their own decisions about what they should or should not do. Um, and and to say, well, the CDC said, yes, I'm out. It may be a good thing. Um, and that's not what's happening in healthcare because everybody's got to check the same boxes no matter what you walk in the office for. 
And so when those things need to be done and you need to have a lot of people, well, there's only so many people you can see in a day, even if you're only spending six minutes with a person. But COVID also locked everybody out of the office because offices were shut down. It created another barrier between you and your PCP. And that's, that creates some animosity and distrust between you and your PCP when that's been enforced by the system. And that's why we're talking about what's wrong with your system. You really need listeners. You all need a doctor who's in or you know out of the system a little bit. Like the other call was saying, I want someone who isn't vaccinated. Well, that doesn't have to be the, the standard, but someone who's working out of the insurance system because that gives them the freedom to make independent decisions about your health. And that's really what you've got to strive for is find that person who, who can think on their own two feet, who doesn't need to check boxes and see 50 people a day. And then when you're sick, they'll see you that day. That's what you need to find. And it's getting, by the way, harder and harder to find, even within the concierge doctors, it's harder to find a doctor that can take you in as a new patient and uh, shepherd you through the process. Well, right now we're going to take a quick break. Again, you are listening to a special live medical broadcast on the prevention and medical management of disease. If you have a specific question and you would like to talk to the doctor directly about what you ought to do to avoid heart attack and stroke, or if you have a question on any of the subjects we're discussing tonight, please give us a call at 800-859-0957. Again, that's 800-859-0957. You're listening to 760 WJR. Welcome back to our special live medical broadcast on 760 WJR. We're fortunate to have Dr. Brian Collender, MD, internal medicine physician and specialist in prevention, here tonight to give us some straight talk about two important topics, prevention and being proactive. Please tune in to our weekly shows Sunday afternoon at 3 and live Thursday at 7. We're inviting you to call in with your questions and talk to the doctor directly at 800-859-0957. Again, that number is 800-859-0957. Siobhan, we're going to come back to you. You have callers waiting on the line. Yeah, we have up next Paul in Livonia. Paul, what's your question? Yeah, hi. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, Long-time listener. Uh, enjoy the show. Um, I just wanted to follow up on uh, on a statement that one of your previous callers called in and made, saying something to the fact about the D, uh, the uh, CDC and the NIH being controlled by communists, and his doctor agreed with him. I I know you. No, I did not agree with them. No, the doctor called no, I, I know. We, none of us no. agree with them. No, I said his doctor agreed with them. My 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 concern. According to his statement, his doctor agreed with him. But my 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 concern was he wasn't outright challenged uh, at that time. You know, um, that should well, have been challenged I, and put out there. We, that we, the Dr. Collender, yeah. the show should have well, challenged him. I mean, well, we well we appreciate your calling and thanks for listening. Um, you know, some things that people say are so ridiculous. That they just don't require a comment, and uh, and so, and we did, you know, right? So it just that's why. So Am Marie shutting him, kind of cutting him off, 
which she never does and lets me take the call is a statement enough that that was it. Um, we're not really honoring that that statement. So, and we're not we're not a political show. We are a show where we're fortunate to have a doctor who's here to help people that are out there. It's harder to find a doctor. It's harder to get the right doctor. It's hard to even know about prevention. There's so many tests out there that people don't know about. People are seven hundred thousand people are still dying of heart attack. So we're there to say, you if you have a question about your health that's going to prevent you from dying, give us a call right now. We don't care about what your political you know, uh, 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 conventions are just, you know, let's talk about your health care and how you can stay alive and stay alive and be well while you're staying alive. So, yeah, well, um, on top of that, I'll say we, we also don't necessarily screen calls in the sense that, every, you know, we give everyone a chance to ask their question if they have one. So, of course, sometimes it's hard until you let them speak a bit to, to find out what the question actually is. And in some cases, there is no question, you know. Right, exactly. Because we're hoping that everybody who calls is calling about their particular individual problem or their particular medical journey that they're going through because post-COVID things are bad. They are just bad. It is getting harder and harder to even get an appointment with a doctor. So many of them have fallen in love with telemedicine. Just getting in to see a doctor now has become challenging and that's really a pathetic situation for the people out there, many of whom are suffering from and dealing with chronic and debilitating diseases and that are heading towards perhaps something like a heart attack or a stroke. So Dr. Collender, I'm getting off my soapbox. Thank um, you. You know, yes. I'm, I'm going to say that I think that we are, should be a little more political than we are, not in the sense that we should be talking COVID politics because it's so divisive, but really all of these things that drew that bother you, Anne-Marie, about access are policies that have been put in place by government and hospital agencies. So these are political maneuvers that doctors fall into. And all of the problems with hospitalizations that we've talked about over the last couple of years are policies which are essentially political decision processes that are that agencies, hospitals, companies put in place, and they are inherently political. And our healthcare expenditure is almost half of our GDP which means this is a medicine is political. Um, and, and the reasons our healthcare system is broken is, is a political reason. So these are the conversations we're happy to have. Um, you know, I'm, we're kind of getting bored. You know, frankly, I am, I'll say is bored about talking about COVID, but we have to keep talking about it because the politics of it are harmful to us in that they're driving decisions and policies that I think are um, contra, you know, they're just, they're just not going with keeping us healthy, which is where we talked about earlier that there's an increase in non-COVID related deaths. And this is a, this is a result of COVID related government policies that we predicted two years ago that, one of the negative outcomes of COVID was going to be we're seeing an increase in deaths from diabetes, heart disease, stroke, and we're seeing it now. And the data is there that there's a global increase in non-COVID-related deaths, and we can't blame it on old people because they're already died from COVID, you know, in the last year or two. So the fact that there's an increase means it's, it's amplified. It's, it's people that shouldn't be dying are dying. And so that's something that we really should be 
paying more attention to and refocusing our our energies on prevention because they're not there at all. They're still talking about this new vaccine. And, I mean, for crying out loud, you know, it's a virus and, and no one gets hurt from it anymore. So we shouldn't be focusing on vaccines, vaccinating children, all that's nonsense. It should be get back to how do we stop chronic illness? And that's just not being done. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Siobhan, you have another caller waiting. Yeah. So we have David in Windsor on the line. David, what's your question? Yes, good evening. Thank you for taking my call. First of all, I wanted to find out from you in a situation, I'm in the same situation as the last caller, not having a, actually having a doctor every once in a while, because if anything ever happened to me or any of my siblings or anything like that, it's, you know, it's just good to have somebody that could uh, not be tied into the system all the time, because here too, the system is broken and it needs to be fixed, and it needs to be fixed soon, because people need to be observed when they need to be, and if they had something that needed to be checked, like a heart heart condition or anything that damaged to the heart, and if they ever, you know, had something like that happen to them, what would they do? What can you suggest about that for people who don't have, for family physicians, and because of the broken healthcare system here. Well, David, for you in Canada, you know, the best thing to do is to have a doctor in the U.S. who does concierge medicine that you can get to. Now, we we know what your issue is because, you know, we know about you. And so, you know, getting across the border might be a problem because, you know, even the, the U.S. is one of the few countries that isn't letting unvaccinated people into the country, we've got to watch the U.S. Open without the number one player in the world playing, which is a joke, because um, he won't be. Which, to his credit, he won't be vaccinated. Um, you know, so in Canada, there are doctors who practice privately, just like they do in the U.K., um, and you got to find those people. But your system is worse. I mean, even though it's socialized, it's the worst. Um, you know. I don't know what the t- I don't know what the market is over there for finding somebody, but your best your best uh, your best help for you is to live your healthiest life. Um, you know, eat healthy, exercise, manage your sleep, manage your stress. But at the same time, you need the right data to guide your decision making, and you need a doctor to help you identify and measure those data points. Um, you know, they have CIMTs in Canada, David. They have they're on the formulary. You know, you can ask your doctor to get a CIMT. So go do and that. And they're probably covered by the insurance they of the are. National Health. They are. So, so you can actually get the preventative test. So from that aspect alone, they have a better system than here in the U.S. Agree on that yes. area alone. So being able to get these tests and have them covered by insurance is what we talk about all the time. In the meantime, we're going to have to take a quick break. You are listening to a special live broadcast tonight where the topic is your health and how to prevent disease. When we come back, if you have a specific question on the subject we're discussing tonight and you would like to talk to the doctor directly, please call us at 800-859-0957. Again, that number is 800-859-0957. You're listening to 760 WJR. Welcome back to the final segment of our special weekly live broadcast here on 760 WJR. 
We're talking about the importance of being proactive and informed of all the resources available to prevent and treat chronic and debilitating disease. You're listening to the expert advice of Dr. Brian Collender, MD, internal medicine physician, and one of the very few specialists in prevention in this country. If you have a question for the doctor, now is your chance to call us at 800-859-0957. Again, that's 800-859-0957. And Dr. Collender, before we come back, Siobhan's got callers waiting on the line. I just want to reiterate that when I'm making these intro and outro you know, uh, statements, the one thing that sticks in my mind all the time is that you are like in, in a very, very small minority. Um, you know, what you do and the, the practice of prevention, it, it's just, uh, it, it just doesn't exist out there. And, and trying to get in to see a doctor just is getting more and more difficult. So we are very fortunate to have you doing what you're doing. And um, I'll pass you, I'll pass it on to Siobhan now and our callers. Yeah, so let's go to Dorothy in Monroe, who's on the line. Dorothy, what's your question? Hello, thank you for taking my call. Um, doctor, I'm wondering if you are familiar with, um, uh, I guess it's a company called Lifeline Screening. They I am. Offer, I okay. Is that a worthwhile thing to do if you can't get in with a concierge doctor like yourself? <laughs> well, unfortunately, it is not worthwhile because those tests are really screening you for surgery, just like most other vascular tests are. Oh. So they're set up to screen you for surgery. Um, you know, it's always best to see your doctor and do appropriate testing. I mean, it is screening. And if you discover you have plaque and your doctor does something about it, that's one thing. But the messaging that you get is you don't need surgery today. You're fine. Even if you don't have plaque and their definition of plaque is a very loose, you know, you have to have a lot of plaque for them to tell you you have plaque because prevention requires identifying disease at its earliest possible opportunity to make that make that diagnosis they're waiting until you have a severe amount of stenosis or blockage before they will label you as plaque so you may walk out of there with a false sense of security um, because you pass the surgery screening but you don't pass the prevention screening it's, that's a problem and as a layperson you just have no way to understand that difference and unfortunately, your doctor may not pay attention to it either. Yeah. Do we know? I mean, for example, do we know what services like that are charging? I mean, is it even financially worthwhile for someone to do you know, something like that? They're pretty inexpensive. They're only like $70 and they look at like four or five different things. So it sounds like a great deal, but you're really not getting information that you need. Now, if you're one of the rare persons that walks in and learns that you need an operation, well, then it's say you know it was worthwhile. But that's not common. You know, most people don't need to go run into their surgeon from the Lifeline. Um, you know, but they get a you're okay, but you're okay doesn't tell you whether or not you have plaque and that you need to get on the ball of of prevention. You're okay just meant you don't need surgery today. Come back next year which is what your cardiologist will tell you. 
And I'd also like to pipe into the comment that uh, the caller made about for those people who are not available to get into Dr. Collender's practice. Dr. Collender has other doctors in his practice and he is still available. They're still available to take patients. And if not, you can always call 866-COLLENDER and Dr. Collender would be glad to find someone in your area for you that practices prevention. So don't rely on you know, feeling as though you're lost out there because we're doing the radio show, Dr. Collender's doing the radio show to let you know what you need to know about how to stay alive, what tests you need to get, and um, and also to immediately, you know, go on a journey to find a doctor that specializes in prevention and explains to you about where you can get access to the testing that's going to help you prevent getting yourself into a situation where you have a cardiac arrest or cardiac problem. And once again, as Dr. Collender will say, a lot of these diseases and disease processes are also reversible. Dr. Collender, why don't you make a comment on that? Well, thanks, Amory. They're, you know, they're, mo they are reversible. So the, the, the goal is that we want to prevent you from having a heart attack and stroke. And we want to prevent you from hopefully developing dementia and Parkinson's. And if you're on the verge of becoming diabetic or on that path, we want to stop you from becoming diabetic. And all that's possible, and it requires early disease identification. And it's actually not that difficult. It just isn't being practiced within the system. And I should say it's not difficult to me. It just isn't being practiced. So... Finding someone who's going to do these tests um, and uh, the CIMT imaging is important. We mentioned it uh, with David in Windsor that the CIMT is an ultrasound image that identifies the inflammation nature of disease and is a uh, is, gives you a visual representation of your arteries inflammation status. And that's a repeatable marker that we use to follow our progress. And so a lot of times I may not make decisions in care until I see the next CIMT. Even if I've done blood work, I want to wait to see what that's doing because I put a lot of weight in that piece of information. That weighs, that means a lot more to me than a blood test so, because it's objective. So those are the important things, um, labs that measure inflammation, and then other diseases that you wouldn't necessarily think about like sleep apnea, checking into oral health because oral health has been recognized as being causative for heart disease and dementia, um, recognizing insulin resistance, which is the process of becoming diabetic. So all of you out there that have been told that you're pre-diabetic and don't worry about it, that's a problem because that condition causes outcomes like heart disease, stroke, and dementia, and Parkinson's, and you may never become diabetic. That needs to be addressed as part of your total picture early on. So all of these things that we talk about are part of a, you know, a prevention program, a system that we use that's individualized to prevent chronic disease. I mean, we've talked about this for so long now, at least for the past two years. And, you know, what I want to say is that Dr. Collender has advised everybody who's listening to this show to get the CIMT. It's not covered by insurance, but it is only around about $250. But it's life-changing and life-saving. 
And you need to be, unfortunately, you need to be your own advocate because since it doesn't come under the insurance policies, your doctors are not recommending it. You just need to know about it and everybody should get the test. Dr. Collender, would well, you agree? And remember, we just did a, a CIMT fair for a few yes. listeners and we identified one out of the eight people that came out as having a very high risk uh, CIMT result. And this is someone who has normal lipids and appears healthy and was never told that he had any conditions at all. And now hopefully he's going to be on a path to uh, preventing disease. Amazing. Uh, absolutely amazing. Well, unfortunately, we're out of time. So I'd quickly like to thank Dr. Brian Collender, MD, specialist in prevention for being here tonight and for being willing to share his expertise and knowledge with regards to not only the prevention of disease, but also on the importance of being proactive and engaging with a practice that provides access to the necessary testing. This show is brought to you by Colander Medical. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin. We hope you got some useful information tonight on how to be your own advocate and take charge of your health, whatever your medical journey. Thanks to my co-host, Siobhan Cronin. Please continue to tune in to our shows Sunday afternoon at 3 and Thursday evening at 7 for the latest medical updates. And thanks for listening to 760 WJR. Good night and be well.